What's good, podcasters? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. Week 4 jumps off tonight. I'm going to give y'all the list of those games. I'm going to give y'all my top four games of this week. I'm going to give y'all my thoughts of those games. Then I'm going to give y'all my predictions of week four. Hopefully, I picked the right teams this week. I was on top last week. I need to be on top this week. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Jaguars and the Bengals jumps off tonight. Then we started off with the Ravens and the Broncos, Washington and the Falcons, Texas and the Bills, Lions and the Bears, Panthers and the Cowboys, Colts and Dolphins, Browns and Vikings, Giants and Saints, Titans and Jets, Chiefs and Eagles, Cardinals and Rams, Seahawks and 49ers, Ooh, right here, it's the one. Steelers and Packers. I'm going to tell you why that's the one. Bucks and Patriots, Raiders and Chargers for that Monday night game. Woo-wee. Week four got some good games. My top four games of this week is going to be the first game I want to talk about is the Cardinals and the Rams. I believe the Cardinals and the Rams is going to be a good one. I almost kind of think that each game that the Rams are in is kind of going to be a good one. Because the Rams always had potential of being that that team. They got a good defensive front, and now they got Jalen Ramsey. They had good receivers. They had decent running backs because after their first two years, Targary, he wasn't no good, and they were just going through different running backs. And... They had Jared Goff, who wasn't all that pushing the offense like the way that um, the Rams wanted to. So now that they got Matthew Stafford, things have kind of changed. The ball's getting pushed. Matthew Stafford, can you keep that hot hand? That's one question I would like to know. Because Matthew Stafford was balling. He balled last week against the Bucks, And he threw four touchdowns. So if Matthew Stafford can just keep that up, then the Rams can be one of them teams that maybe L.A. can play in L.A. in the Super Bowl. But it's a long season. I'm not going to get too hyped and too, too into it already. Another key point about that Cardinals and Rams games, D-Hop versus Ramsey. One of the best matches we're going to see this year. Now, I understand they're going to move D-Hop all around. And Ramsey probably not going to follow him as much. But he also got to face A.J. Green. Now, I'm not saying A.J. Green is in D-hop status. A.J. Green is your good number two wide receiver. But if Ramsey can keep him quiet whenever he do play him, because I know that Ramsey and D-hop matchup is going to happen. It has to happen. That's what football is all about. Your best corner versus uh, the best wide receiver. And made the best man win at the end of the game. So, I wanna, I, I just want to see that matchup. Because I, I thought Ramsey was going to play Mike Evans and follow Mike Evans all over the field last week. But the Rams had a different different game plan. Which is cool. Oh, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm, I'm just the guy that's just recording his podcasts and giving his opinions. <laughs> but I, 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 I will personally... Would have had Ramsey follow Evans everywhere because Evans still had a big game. He still had over a hundred yards with like eight receptions, I believe. So he still had a good game. Now, 
when he was on Ramsey, did he still, you know, get those receptions or whatnot? But this D Hop and Ramsey game is D is Ramsey gonna follow D Hop everywhere, or is is the other corner gonna get some action with D Hop? But that's that's also like I said, it's going to be a sneaky good game. Another game I chose is the Monday night game. The Raiders and the Chargers. Can Herbert take down Carr? Because Herbert already took down Mahomes in round one. Now, if he can beat Carr, then Justin Herbert, can we put him as an elite quarterback right now? Or is it too early? Because he, he, he can put up the same, almost the same amount of numbers as Patrick Mahomes. Or as Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers was almost threw 50 touchdowns last year. But Justin Herbert is starting to put up those numbers to be in almost in that class of quarterbacks. Now, he has to win more games, yes. <laughs> I totally agree. He has to win way more games to actually be an elite quarterback. But I'm starting to believe in Herbert, though. I'm starting to see that Herbert is going to be the quarterbacks that we're going to keep talking about over and over and week and week, the year to year, until his career is over with. I honestly see that. I, I think the Chargers found the diamond in the rough, as I like to call it. I believe that um, the Chargers just have to find a steady defense for Herbert. I believe if he have a steady defense and they can, they can get off the field on third downs, and get Herbert more chances of scoring, I think the Chargers can be a legit team. Now, on the flip side, can the Raiders stay undefeated? Now, that's the pressure right there. Some teams can't can hold, can hold that pressure. They're gonna, that, that pipe's going to bust. But I kind of believe that the Raiders are a good enough team and maybe, maybe... Hold on to their undefeated record. Now, I'm not going to say that they are, but they they have the formula to stay undefeated because, as I just said about Herbert, Dark Carr is a decent quarterback. Dark Carr can get you 300 yards, three touchdowns, maybe one touch, uh, interception, or two touchdowns, one interception, any, any given Sunday. Dark Carr can, can light you up. Derek Carr is another quarterback that can almost get you down near 4,000 yards at the end of the season. So, can they find a way that the Chargers defense, um, like Henry Ruggs and, and Wilder, to uh, keep keep the Raiders uh, on the field and keep the Raiders and keep Herbert off the field? Can Can that be the case? Or... When Herbert is on the field, can this that defensive pass rush that was in week one against the Ravens show up finally? That's <laughs> you know, we we haven't really talked about the Raiders pass rush that much. Max Crosby has been quiet and Doc Way has gone quiet. I think that's one of the reasons why the Ravens didn't re sign the Doc Way. One minute he can turn it up, then the next minute he goes quiet. So those those are the key points of that Raiders and Chargers game. Is which quarterback is going can survive almost? Because neither neither one of their defense um, since week one has been putting pressure. Maybe the Chargers because they just stopped the Chiefs. You know they outscored the Chiefs last week, but you know things 
Things can go week to week, change week to week, and you never know what team you're going to get. The next game I want to talk about is the Packers and the Steelers. Yes, yes, yes. The reason why this game is is key in the top game for me personally <laughs> is because um, me and my homeboys have made bets about the season. I believe that the Ravens would have a better record than the Steelers and the Packers. My other homeboys that's Packers and Steelers fans believe that the Packers or the Steelers are going to have a better record than the Ravens. So, this game is critical because it can go both ways for me. (laughs) I'm just looking at it. Because one way is that if the Steelers lose, I'm up two to three games over my homeboy that's a Steelers fan. But then I'm tied with my Packer friend, homeboy. But if the Steelers win, I can be a game or two over both of them. And then I, the Ravens, all they got to do is just keep winning. And hopefully they, the Packers and Steelers keep losing here and there. Because I kind of got a feeling that the Packers is going to be the challenge. Steelers, nah, I don't believe in them. Not no more. Not letting Ben throw over fifty something times a game. So yeah, that that can Big Ben have a bounce back game against the Packers? Because the Packers now they have a good front seven, somewhat maybe a front line, but that DBs is suspect. But then that's how the Steelers is. They got a good front seven, but that DBs except for Fitzpatrick is suspect. So, I, we all kind of believe in Aaron Rodgers more than Big Ben. We all believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to march down the field on those suspect Steelers. The only way that the Steelers can outcome and win this game is that T.J. Watt is playing, Melvin Ingram is playing, and the rest of their sack core is going to get at the Aaron Rodgers to make him feel uncomfortable. Other than that... I don't think the Steelers can go point for point with the Packers. I really just don't. And what, like I keep stating, who defense is going to show up? Who defense is going to actually show better than they have been in previous weeks? Because like I said, I don't believe in either one of their defense. Because they own... Defense, they both have two sack getters. Steelers have T.J. Watt, Melvin Ingram. Packers have Zadarius Smith and Pershing Smith. So, you know, Zadarius haven't been playing that much, I believe, due to injuries. T.J. Watt is injured. I don't believe he's going to play this game. So now they only leave Pershing Smith and Melvin Ingram. So that puts me right back to who defense is better than who's now. And I think the Packers had a slight edge. Only because if they can get the Steelers off the field, if Big Ben will be throwing 50-something times, then yes, the Packers is going to win. If you want to have a balanced game and use Najee Harris like you're supposed to, it's a possibility that now the game is interesting now. 
Because now you may be controlling the clock better. Because the the Packers have balance. They have a running back. They have a running game. They, they can use Aaron Jones. So that will that you know that that's why the Packers have a slight edge over the Steelers. They can they can be balanced. They can they can control the clock. And I just don't think that the Steelers can and will. But I give you all my picks at the we talk about the Ravens and the Broncos. You of course. For now on just know that the Ravens is going to be one of the top games. <laughs> because that's I'm a fan. What can I say? I analyze the Ravens game more than I analyze any other team, really. But I just have so much knowledge that I can analyze every team. So that's why I like to give my opinions. So, first of all, are the Broncos a true undefeated team? Yes, they have a decent quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they have a good defense. Somewhat, they still got Vaughn Miller back there. I think they still have Bradley Chubbs. I believe that's his name. Back there also. So, the Broncos have good defense, but are they true? Just because we don't really know them, are they a real legit team? And the Ravens gonna have to find out about that this week. So. I believe this is going to be an interesting game. I believe I'm going to have maybe about five heart attacks this week. Because, as we all know, that the teams that we love doesn't always do what we want the, them to do. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, just run the ball. Why are you doing this? Why? No, do that. Please. No. Oh, my God. No, we about to lose. Oh, no, we win. That's how I kind of felt last week, boy. <laughs> It was just, woo-wee. And then if Bateman played this week, how much time is, how much time the Ravens is thinking about putting him out there? Are we just going to throw him out to the walls and say, eat, young man? You you about that time. Or are we just going to uh, ease him in to the offense? Um, I personally think we kind of need to ease him in a little bit. You don't want to throw him out there and he gets hurt again. Or he aggravates something or uh, prolong his time of actually getting back on the field. Um, Hey, Marquise Brown's still going to have to step up a little bit more. Because if Bateman comes in and maybe getting a little bit more targets than anything, then how we going to fit Bateman in? So... I think we have to ease him in, see what type of status he in. I think we need to also ease in Miles Boykins also. I believe Miles Boykins and Bateman on the outside, and then you got Marquise Brown playing that slot here and there, and then you got Mark Andrews, and then don't forget about Sammy. That's a scary team. And then whenever, if Le'Veon Bell gets healthy and ready to play, Le'Veon Bell going to be scary because he can run the ball, he can come out the backfield. It's a lot of scenarios that the Ravens can put out, but I don't think that this is the week we're going to put it out. I don't believe Bell's going to play this week. I don't believe Bateman is going to have that much time this week. I believe we're going to see as I think we're going to see Bateman more in the first half than we are going to see him in the second half. 
I believe that's where we're going to see Miles Boinkins more in the second half than in the first half. You know, ease them both back in. They both big bodies. They both got nice speed. I believe Bateman has a little bit more speed than Boinkins. And they both can, I believe, can can help run this offense. So it's going to be a true test for both teams. You know, Ravens, I need y'all. <laughs> like I was saying about that Packers and Steelers matchup, man, I really need y'all. I need y'all to keep me on this on this top level with this back. You know what I mean? I just believe that we can do it, though. With the scheme and, and, and good coaching that the Ravens have, I believe the Ravens can pull it out. So, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all my week four predictions and who I believe is going to win this week. Between the Jaguars and the Bengals, I chose the Bengals tonight. I believe that the Bengals are going to destroy the Jaguars tonight. I am not, I'm not going to say destroy. I just believe that the Bengals are going to put on more of a show than we expect. Yeah, it's going to be cool to see Trevor Lawrence in his first primetime game and Joe Burrow in his first primetime game, if I'm not mistaken. But I just believe that the Bengals are going to win that and Joe Burrow is going to upshow Trevor Lawrence because I think that offense is a tad bit better than the Jaguars because the Bengals have a, a year with Joe Burrow, even though it was quarter of a year, but they got something. The Ravens and the Broncos, I'm choosing the Ravens. Of course. Why would I bet against my team? That's not good. <laughs> Washington the Falcons, I chose Washington. Texas and Bills, I chose Bills. Lions and Bears, I chose the Lions. Panthers and Cowboys, I chose the Cowboys. Colts and Dolphins, I chose the Dolphins. Browns and Vikings, I chose the Browns. Giants and Saints, I chose the Saints. Titans and Jets, I chose Titans. Chiefs and Eagles, I believe the Chiefs are going to have a bounce back game against the Eagles. Rams and Cardinals, I chose the Rams. I believe that the Rams, just a little bit a little bit more better than the Cardinals. 49ers and Seahawks. I'm going to choose the 49ers this week because the Seahawks look like they are going through something right now. Even though they might have a bounce back game this week, I think the 49ers are just a tad bit better this week. That's all. Steelers and Packers. I chose the Packers. Go, Pack, go. I believe that they are a better team and equipped better than the Steelers to win this game. Bucks and Patriots, we all know the scenario. Tom Brady goes back to Gillette Stadium. Ah, it's the first meeting. He going against uh, his old coach. But the Bucks going to pull that off. I believe Tom Brady is going to show out. And the reason why he's going to show out because the Patriots team is just not built as good as when he was there previously. So, Bucks won that. And a Monday nighter to close it out, Raiders and Chargers. I chose the Chargers. That was kind of hard for me to do because, yes, the Raiders supposed to be more established already. But the Chargers did beat the Chiefs last week. They threw up points, and I believe that they're going to throw up points again. So, I chose the Chargers. There you have it. Just to make sure I run it past y'all again. Bengals, Ravens, Washington, Bills, Lions, 
Cowboys, Dolphins, Browns, Saints, Titans, Chiefs, Rams, 49ers, Packers, Bucks, Chargers. That's who I'm riding with this week. Hopefully I can go undefeated. But we all know that it's kind of gold hard. It's kind of hard to go undefeated in this day of age of football. <laughs> so, let's just hope that I have the best record. For my other people that participate in my picks every week, their picks are in. They are ready. They are locked and loaded. I got y'all on the stat sheet ready to go. So, just know. I'm looking to come out on top again this week, and I'm not looking to share my spot. So I hope my brother Marty, don't, don't, I hope you don't have the same picks as me, man. Even though you ain't had the same picks as me last week, but I like to hold the number one spot by myself, please. <laughs> I will greatly appreciate that, my brother. But yeah, man, it's all funny games. And at the end, like I said, I had something for the whoever win this whole prediction thing. So, not yet to go and reveal it. I probably reveal it mm, about week eight. Week eight, I'm, I'm going on the market right now. Week eight, I will reveal what I have in store for the winner at the end of these predictions. There you have it. So, man... Before I let y'all go, man, I want to thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening to me. Thank y'all for showing me love. Thank y'all for everything, you know. And I also want to thank y'all for sharing my podcast. Just hit that share button. You can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts. And like I keep mentioning, I'm working on putting on my podcast on another platform so I can let my baby grow. Get better. That's my whole thing about this. That's, that's, that's the whole reason why I'm doing it. Because I'm passionate about sports. I love to talk about sports. And I love talking to y'all. And hopefully y'all are listening to it. Um, You can catch me on my IG. At my THTS. My opinion. Underscore sports podcast. Where I give y'all the information of. When my episodes are dropping. I'm giving y'all. Certain NFLs and NBAs. Stats, what's going on in the world, and what's you know what's popping right now. So check out my IG page. Hopefully you'll start following, and I will follow back once you follow me. I show love, you show me love, and also you can follow my Twitter at my thts my opinion. You know, get on my Twitter page, retweet my posts. That's also going to give you the updates when episodes. You can find my link in the bio where you can find my podcast. And then you can also reach me on my Gmail account. Where if you want to be a guest on the show, where if you have something that you believe that I should talk about on the podcast, send it to me. Holla at your boy. My Gmail is mythtsmyopinion at gmail.com. Reach out to me. You can find me on all of those platforms. And like I said, thank y'all. And thank y'all for tuning in to My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. I'll be back Thursday to let y'all know the updates of the scores and the updates on the predictions and my top four games and who going to make it a big dog house. Who, 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 who? Who going to make it this week? 
you know, you never know. It could be another Raven. <laughs> nah, I'm going to try my best to make sure it's not another Raven. But like I said, thank y'all for tuning in. I holler at y'all Thursday. I'm out.